Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Brokers Open Podcast. I am Dr. Ben Spears here, uh, the ambassador of Flow. I'm here with the big guy, as usual, Matt the Sasquatch. Bye. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, we got a big topic today. We do. This is a good one. Right? You know, especially in this type in this competitive market. Absolutely. Right. And so, um, you know, agents feel like sometimes maybe they just have to give away the farm yep. to get a listing right Absolutely. now. Um, we're Instead not gonna, of selling the farm. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> um, so we're not going to dive like totally in, into right. exactly that topic, but a big piece of, um, you know, what, what would help a lot of agents, you know, get, get a listing Absolutely. and a listing appointment. Yeah, so, get their head right. Yep, so talk to us a little bit about um, what that topic's going to be, then I'll let everybody know how they can uh, hear this a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, so, so uh, whenever people talk about presenting their price to the sellers or presenting their CMA, mm-hmm. uh, I th- they, they overlook getting the buy-in from the seller on the price and how important that is in order to win over that listing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so sometimes they just, uh, uh, you know, they think they're going to present the price and the seller's going to say yes or no. And that's the way it's going to be. And then they look around at, at other agents in the market that are really good at what they do. And yep. sometimes they'll overprice things, but most of the time they got things priced exactly where they're supposed to. How do they yeah. deal with so many listings and get them priced where they're supposed to be priced? We're going to talk about what they do just after this today uh, guys wherever you're listening to this make sure you hit that follow button that subscribe button uh, if you want to go check out our website and 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 sign up for our our newsletter we'll send you monthly tips tricks and hacks on how to grow your real estate business go to brokersopenpodcast.com mm-hmm. we're, we're excited to connect with you absolutely all right so matt yeah man um price when, when it comes to getting a listing right yep. like price is everything right is that, is is that what we're going to talk about <laughs> yeah and it how much just price? boils down to the price <laughs> that's exactly right right if if i if i don't price it the highest there's no way i can get the list that's right yeah so that's uh that's kind of funny so uh so uh a lot of people think that that pricing a property is about the price <laughs> exactly right. right and and of course that's a variable that's right. a, that's a factor that's that's part of it right yep but uh, but that's not everything and unfortunately a lot of people that don't go through any formalized training of how to they don't go through coaching they don't go through the things that they need to in order to learn how to do it yep. they think that pricing is just about the price yeah pricing is also about the, that's that's like somebody that believes that that uh, that you know value is just the price of something Right. Yeah, and the also, truth, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so it's, it's not, it's not the same thing, right? Value is what you get. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so that means that you have to present the price well, and that's what yeah. we're going to dig into a little bit today is how to, how to price the property the way that, that it, that it should be priced. Right. Yeah. So, you know, a couple of things to, to keep in mind, and this is, this is a big one. I'm actually going to spend a couple of minutes on, on this one. Okay? okay. So, uh, cause this is certainly a factor of it. It is not your price as the agent. It's not even the seller's price when it comes to it actually going under contract and selling. It is the market's price. Yeah. Okay. So there, early on in the conversation, you need to nicely have that conversation with the seller. You're going to say, you know, we can put it on the market as your price, but when it goes under contract, that means a buyer was interested in purchasing it. That means at that point, it is the market's price. Not just yeah. your price, but it's the market's price, right? And so, uh, so that that's a facet of understanding the market price. Another facet of understanding the market price is when it doesn't get absorbed, it's yeah. because the market doesn't want it at that price. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's like somebody putting a a um, 
a Spider-Man number 645 on eBay for $2,000. Right. Right. And I was like, man, 2000 Like, that's just what they got it listed as, bro. <laughs> that's right. That's not what it's worth. <laughs> that's to me, that's what it's worth. If somebody pays that for it, right. it is worth it. That's exactly right. Then it becomes part of that. Then the market dictated the price. Yes, right? e- exactly. So so when you're, uh, so one of the things that agents have a hard time doing is breaking it to the seller when, when they think that the price is too high. Okay. So early in the conversation, you're going to approach it with the seller, the difference between the seller's price and the buyer's price, because the buyer has a price too, right? The buyer's buyer's down here, right? Seller's usually up here, depending on what it is, where you're at in the market and everything. And then there's a market price somewhere in between, somewhere in between the two of those. So early in the conversation, you have to get the seller to admit that there is a market price, even if they're not willing to list it at that point, and you're mm-hmm. having to make market adjustments and everything. That's a whole different conversation. Absolutely. Need to, right? Need to have that conversation yep. with, with their broker or whoever they're, you know, is in charge of reviewing their, their information, whether it's themselves or anybody else. So, so early in the conversation, you're going to approach it from, hey, Mr. Seller, you know, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to look at how we, uh, are, we're going to look at how this might be absorbed by the market. Okay. And that means that we're going to have to, that means we're going to have to understand what the market price is. Yep. And, and what the fair market value is. A lot of people call it fair market value. Yep. Uh, and we're going to look at what the, at what point we think the market will absorb the property. And then I can help you decide, but ultimately it's your decision, where you want to place that property on a pricing scale. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that scale for a yeah. second. So, so the scale is uh, when somebody steps on a scale, what do they not want to be? Fat. <laughs> Heavy. <laughs> yeah. They don't yeah. want to be heavy, right? Nobody likes getting on the scale the day after Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. So so that's why we use the word scale on the pricing scale, okay? Okay. That automatically implies let's don't be heavy, yeah. okay? So the fair market value is going to allow the seller to judge where they want to put the property on the market to decide whether or not the property is actually going to be absorbed. The key thing on all of this, everything that we've talked about up until this point is the agent should not own the pricing, Right. The pricing is the markets. Yep. It's the sellers. It's the buyers. It's the appraisers. It's the tax assessors. It's everybody else's price except for the agents. The agent is not the one that is owning the price. Yeah. In, in our last podcast, you know, we talked about, um, you know, of course, focus on your tasks when it comes to a listing appointment and say, yes, I'm going to get professional photos taken, that kind of thing. But the reason why is... Yep. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Let's talk a little bit about that fair market yep. value mm-hmm. and, and go into, um, it's one thing to say, well, you know, I've done some research. Right. And, you know, I've, I've determined that the fair market value is right. $350,000. Right. Where do you want to be on the scale? And it's it's another thing to say, I've, 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 I've priced, you know, I've come to the conclusion that I think it's, you know, $350,000. Right. But here is, right. here is why. Right. I went to this place. I went to that place. I calculated it using whatever. Right. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about that process. If I'm a if I'm a seller, right. And I say, okay, well, you think you know you you show me this scale, uh, or talk to me about this scale. You're you're telling me you know fair market value is X, and I say, well, you know, how did how did you how did you come up with that? Right. Right. Because you know, I just been looking on eBay. Right. A lot of homes have been selling a couple states away for a million dollars. Right. So in auction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so, uh, a huge part of getting them to accept what you are presenting as fair market value, as yeah. the actual market value, means that they under, need to understand how it is that you came up with that number, which is what yeah, you're like talking about. Science almost. Exactly. Yep. Like science. Right. So, so here's how we would, uh, you know, so something along this line, it doesn't have to be exactly like this, but something, something along this line, you're going to say, well, well, Dr. Ben, you know, I, I appreciate you sitting down with us today. We're going to talk about several things. One of them is actually price. And, and before we get into the actual numbers of price, what I wanted to make sure we were all on the same page with is understanding what fair market value was. Yep. And how your price on that scale of what you want to go on the market with factors into big picture fair market value. Now, okay. the, now the way that I came up with fair market value is important for us to discuss as well. This is not some number that I'm just plucking from air. I didn't hear that the neighbor's house had sold for this much. And because my house is better I, or your house is better, I think it's going to sell for that much more. That's not how that's not how fair market value is decided. So I'm going to go through four different methods of how I put information together to help you make a decision on exactly where you want to put your uh, property on the pricing scale. Okay. We're going to look at tax value information. Okay. Because tax value information factors in because it's absolutely part of the transaction. Yep. We're going to look at price per square foot information of comparable properties. Okay. Okay. We're going to make sure that those two things factor in from a big picture standpoint on what it is that we're trying to accomplish for, for fair market value. Now, just a second ago, I mentioned comparables. Okay. Whenever I say comparables, where I gather the comparables from, which we'll talk about in just a second, matter just as much on whether or not they're right down the street or whether they're three, four, five, six miles, six miles away. Okay. Okay. So all of those things are going to make a, a, a make a, a, a big difference. The last one, which is important for us to do, because a lot of the public looks at fair market value on a regular basis, yep. I'm going to look at some automated value estimators. What I did in order to determine fair market value is I, was, I looked at information that was aggregated in an automatic way. That's uh, sites like Zillow and like BuySide and like, you know, all these other places that are automatically e-appraisal, all that kind of stuff that are automatically pulling this information from several places. What I do is I aggregate that information and look at it and weigh it all based on the other information that I've pulled. So I'm yeah. not just picking one choice. And, and the reason why, Dr. Ben, why we're doing this in order to value your house is I want to make sure that I don't just look at the neighbor's house down the road, like we said, and go, yeah. okay, because this sold for this, that's automatically what's going to happen here. Because the other people in the market might look from a, look at it from a different perspective, and I want you to be as informed as possible. That's why I'm going to look at all of those different places in order to gather that information. Well, I was just going to go by the Zestimate. <laughs> Is that not... Can I not just use the Zestimate? No, the, the Zestimate, you can't use just the, the Zestimate. I'm sorry. That's, that's, <laughs> okay. we're, we're, well, that, that's going to factor into it. You're that's not fully sold until your Zestimate least sold. Right. That's exactly right. <laughs> so, so, but that's going to be a factor of it yeah. because people do look at Zestimate. You got that right. So, so we can't, uh, we can't ignore that component of it. We have mm. to pay attention to that component of it, but we can't just look at that. We can't look at it yeah. in a vacuum. You have to have that conversation. Absolutely. Right. Cause they are going to bring it up. That's right. And, and because people are looking at that. Yeah. And because people are looking at that, you, you can't act like that's not a factor of, of the market because people in the market are looking at that number. Yeah. Otherwise you're just telling them you're done. Absolutely. That's exactly correct. So, so let's say you've come to me, right. You've told me like, um, you know, fair market value, you know, here's your, here's your scale, you know, where do you kind of want to be on your scale? Cause there's different, um, 
there's different strategies in listing a home. Right. You know, do you want to, you know, list it low to try to get multiple offers? Do you right. want to list high to try and get top dollar, blah, 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 blah. Um, now let's, let's say we, we come to a price and, 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 and I keep using 350 cause you know, whatever. So we come to 350 and I'm like, listen, Matt, I like you, right? I can tell you know what you're doing. Right. Uh, you know, Zestimate said 400. Right. What, what if we just did like 370? Right. And, and let's say that, you know, you, you, you know, you can tell me what you would say, mm-hmm. but let's, let's say we listed it for 370, you knowing like, I don't know, like, or, right. and having that conversation, of course, cause I've had right. that conversation several times. Like, listen, let's, let, let's do that. Let's do it this way. Right. Know that the first two weeks, that's, that's our prime. That's our Absolutely. prime time. Golden so, time in the market. Yeah. So if you want to, uh, uh, take, take a chance on that. That's fine. I always make them sign something, even though right. it's like, like, Absolutely. like, listen, Hey, if it doesn't sell by this, let's really talk about uh, listing at the price that I recommended. Right. The market right? said it was. Yeah. And then I was telling Mike, if I'm wrong, high five, right? Like, let's, let's go. That's awesome. Um, but let's say it doesn't sell. Right. Right. You, do you wait until like two weeks later to no. be like, yeah, this is where the this is where the seven five three conversation comes in. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yep. So so uh, early in the conversation, you're going to talk about uh, so so there's three different components to getting a price adjustment. Yeah. Okay. How you present and how often you present the information of why a price adjustment needs to be done. That's one. Okay. Two is having the facts and the data to back it up. Yep. Okay. And and three is uh, is the timing. Okay. Okay. So, so the seven, five, three conversation is this, I'm going to say, so Dr. Ben, I hear what you're saying. You want to be at 370 on the market, completely understand. How about if we agree to this? Cause this is the golden time in the market and I don't want to waste a whole lot of time. How about if we agree to this in the first, in the first 14 days, mm-hmm. uh, I want us to make sure that we have seven serious inquiries on the property. Okay. Yeah. I want us to have five real showings on the property and I want us to have three contracts. I think we could both agree that if you have that happen, that seven, that five and that three, if we have that happen, your house is priced appropriately on the market because we're getting sincere interest during that peak time on the market. If that happens, it's going to create an auction atmosphere and you're going to make sure you drive the price up as much as you can anyway. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, so that's what we're shooting for in the first 14 days. Okay. If after just a few days, we're not getting those serious inquiries, we need to take a real close look at whether we're positioned the way that we need to be. Yeah. In the first seven days, if we don't have three and a half serious inquiries and we don't have two and a half real buyers, cause that's halfway to seven and halfway to five. Yeah. And we don't have those real buyers walking through. And what I mean by real buyers is not the neighbor down the road that's kicking tires and trying yeah. to price out their own home. Okay. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying people that are ready, willing, and able purchasers that have been pre-qualified that are narrowing this house down to their last three yep. that is the real that is a real buyer so if we're not on track for that seven five and three how about if you and i agree that we need to be positioned closer to what the market is saying the property needs to be positioned at would that make sense yeah no absolutely okay so there's a scientific reason for me doing that okay yeah so you're not matching the market because you're not matching the market in order for us to make the most of it. There is a certain number of things that should be happening for you to get the best possible, uh, the best possible thing to happen with the, with the property as far as it being absorbed. Okay. Yep. 
Now, the truth is, Mr. Seller, you don't need all of those showings. You can have one showing and it can be the exact right person. But with as big as this market is, I don't know that we want to risk it at that. And I, I, and you know, your biggest concern right now is leaving money on the table, correct? Yep. You want to be at 370 versus 350. Yeah. That means we need to get as many of the right eyes on the property as possible. And if we are priced where we're supposed to be, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And if we're not seeing that, then, then let's just agree to make those adjustments. Yeah. Can we do it at 4%? I'm just joking. That's another podcast. <laughs> that is another podcast. No <laughs> is the answer. <laughs> Let me summarize what's going to be on that other podcast. Shortest podcast no. ever. Nah. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, you're going to end up paying what I want you to pay <laughs> if you do it the way that I talk about. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so that's part of what we're going to do. Here's what you have to make sure that you're doing. So you should be doing weekly updates with your seller. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm not going to go a whole lot into this because again, this is another podcast. Yep. So there's three things that we're going to, there's three things that we're going to make sure that we take a look at. Okay. Yep. One is, uh, is the actual comps. Okay. Okay. And I'll talk about the comps in just a second, which ones you look at and why and how you look at them. The second thing is your marketing efforts. Right. Okay. And then the third thing are the results from both of those things together, which is how many people have actually showed the property. Okay. Yep. When you talk about the comps, you always begin with the comps, go back to the beginning. The comps that you showed in the listing appointment are the ones that you need to show. If you have that listing six months, then you need to go back and summarize those beginning comps. Okay. So whatever was on the market, then whatever was, was pending, then whatever was closed, then whatever, all of those comps, you go back and you're not going to belabor it, but yes. you're going to go back and talk about it. And here's the reason why. If, if there was things that were on the market at the same time they were, and they were priced the way they were supposed to be, this gives you your chance without having to rub anybody's nose in it to say, hey, you know, it's Thursday, it's time for us to talk and everything. I just want to do what I promised you that I would do. Uh, I want to review the, the comparables of the situation. I'm going to tell you the new stuff that's on the market, and I want to make sure we're keeping an eye on, the, on that fair market value like we discussed in the beginning. So remember the house that was at 123 Main Street that was that was overpriced by, you know, it was yep. 375000 And part of the reason why we priced the way that we did was because we were close to that, you know, wanted to be close to that property. Well, it's still on the market. And now it's now it's down at 335 right? Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, that property is still on the market and it's been five months. The, uh, the other thing is, remember the property that was at 355 you know, it went under contract. We talked about that whenever it went under contract. The other property that this and that and the other. So you go back through all of the old comps all the way to the current comps, right? Do it quickly, but you go through all of those. And the reason why is because you want them to not be able to ignore or hide from those ones that you said in the beginning, Hey, these are the ones we need to pay attention to and why? Yeah. You follow me? Absolutely. Okay. So the second thing you do is you talk about your marketing efforts. Yep. Okay. If you're any kind of decent real estate agent at all, you've got all kinds of marketing efforts going on. There's digital things happening. There's emails. There's uh, you know, going into the MLS yard sign going up. There's, there's tons of things. You don't update them on everything you did that week. You update them on, on the things that generated activity that week. Gotcha. Okay. So you talk about that so that they know that you're doing your job. Yeah, of course. And then, and then the third thing is you talk about activity. Okay. Because those two things together, what do they create? The first two things, the, the price and the exposure creates the activity. Yep. And so if you talk about those things in that order without you having to say, Okay, so Ben, uh, you know, we talked about the comps, and, and we, it's the same ones that we talked about, and we have one new comp, which is which has closed, but it's the same comps we talked about when we first sat down, when I told you we should be at 350, and you wanted to be at 370. You're not going to say it like that, but you get the point. Yeah. So we looked through those comps and everything. Now, as far as marketing activity, so remember, you know, over the past week and a half, you know, we did this, and we did this, and we did this, plus I also did this this week, plus I did some of this, 
and I did the open houses like we talked about, and you know the yard signs actually in the yard now, and the whatever and all that kind of stuff, and the postcards. I ran through that. the neighborhood with the Martian suit on. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> all the things that get attention. Exactly. Right? So, so you talk about all that, and then you go, okay, and so you know the activity this week because you know we talked about, you know, I told you we'd review the activity this week. You know, we're, you know, we really haven't had any, right? Yeah. And remember, we talked about, you know, the golden time. You know, we really wanted to make sure that, you know, we had seven quality inquiries, five quality showings, and three contracts within the within the first fourteen days, right? We're not on track for that. So, uh, so what do you what do you think we should do from here? Uh, I guess just you know drop the price and the commission. <laughs> that's right <laughs> again it's another podcast and i'd love it if you said that. i just yeah i just like saying so, that stuff because that's what people hear yeah so so uh, let me let me make sure that i've just got this straight dr ben <laughs> <laughs> so you have uh so so i came to you with expert advice and told you exactly what was going to happen and and instead of uh, instead of us agreeing to uh, what we knew was going to happen and using my expert advice, we decided to go in a different direction. And now, uh, and now that I've spent money and time and effort, and it's going to continue to spend money and time and effort, and my uh, all of my investment of all of that is growing because we didn't price it where it was supposed to be. You want me to make less? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> here's, okay. the, here's the thing, Matt. You've known me for a long time. Right. You don't have to call me Dr. Ben. Right. Gotcha. Right. Mr. Spears is fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Of course, uh, that's not how we would approach it, everyone. That is yeah. just for fun. That is Matt and I. Right. Yes. But, uh, but, the, but the bottom line is you do, you do want to make sure that you have the conversation with them on the front end about how you actually uh, plan on staying on track so that they are not spending any more money and you're not spending any more time than you need to. Yeah. I'm an expert. And the longer we stay in this property, the more money it's going to cost you. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. 100%. Okay. So my objective is for me to be efficient with my time, effort and energy so that my cost don't go up because, uh, because I've agreed to get this house sold at a, at a certain price you want to make as much money as possible. That means that we have to pay attention to fair market value and where we are on the scale and adjust appropriately. So, so Dr. Ben, just being very clear about this, if the market shows the price is going up, we are going up. I want you to make as much money as you possibly can on this property because part of our agreement is I'm going to make a percentage of that. I want you to maximize that, but you don't realize your equity and I don't get a return on my efforts and, and expertise unless the property actually closes. That's what I want us to focus on. And the only way that's going to happen is if we pay attention to fair market value. Yeah. Yeah. And we work together as a team. Absolutely. Completely yeah. agree. Awesome. Okay. So, well, um, anything else for our close, close this up, put a little brokers open podcast bow on, on it dink, dink, dink. no i don't think so <clears throat> awesome guys wherever you listen to this whether it be itunes spotify stitcher deezer any of those platforms make sure you hit that follow that uh i started saying subscribe button but if you're watching this on youtube you can hit that subscribe button right. um also hit that bell right beside of it you get notified every time we drop a new episode if you want to go and 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 check out all of our podcasts you know on our website go to brokersopenpodcast.com join the community um, it is absolutely free we just do these you know because we just want to make sure everybody is uh, uh getting 
getting getting tons more transactions, more closings, and yep. generating more business. Because um, it makes us it makes us feel pretty good when we get those emails and those calls. Yeah, um, I agree with with everybody saying like, man, when's the next event? When's the next challenge? You guys are absolutely you know um, a huge part of our success, and I'm so and I'm so grateful to hear those things. Right, but Matt, um, it's not a, it's not about those those things. It's not about open houses. What's it about, man? It's about open minds. Thank you.